This is Cosmere Considered, a show about the deeper meanings, messages, and intricacies hidden within Brandon Sanderson's Cosmere. Today, we are talking about Kaladin's Stormblessed and the power of mental health writing. Before we go any further, I want to make sure you hear me say spoilers for Rhythm of War. Again, full spoilers for the Cosmere Stormlight Archive. Now let's consider. If you are unsure about Kaladin Stormblast's mental health and the problems he's having throughout these books, go ahead and check out our Kaladin Stormblast video on YouTube when we were praying for superpowers. Now, I'm going to assume you understand or have at least watched our video, but I'll give you a quick 10-second update. Kaladin suffers from depression post-traumatic stress disorder, and seasonal depression. He has anxiety, and he has a whole host of problems with flashbacks and all of these other things that come along with PTSD. Knowing all of that, and knowing who he has been in the first three books, we should not be surprised by what happens to him in book four. I am, of course, speaking about the nightmares the cold sweats, the needing to defend himself, the paranoia, the fear of the fight, the need to fight, all of these things should be something we expect. But what Brandon does is he takes something that should be expected and should be exhausting to live through and make it exhausting to read in a good way. I just finished my third reread, or technically my second re-listen to Rhythm of War, and the second time I ended up skipping the Kaladin chapters in Eurythiru because I was bored. This third time through, I wanted to listen to them again to show respect to the character, but also to show respect to his problems. I think a lot of people, when they see someone with a mental health disorder, they view them as someone who should just get over it and move on. We do that with ourselves. We say, ah, just get over your depression. And a lot of people talk today. A lot of people tweet and a lot of people post about how we need to be more gracious and more forgiving towards people with mental health disorders. And when the brass tacks comes out, when we get down to it, we want them to just get better because we want what's good for them. We're not doing it maliciously but we desire them to be healed. And so in reading Kaladin's chapters, they're exhausting because he doesn't feel like he's making any forward motion. Even Shalon has some of this where we don't feel like she's making any forward motion during her journeys through Shadesmar, but that's for another episode. Back to Kaladin, upon reading his fights with the Pursuer and his running from the Fused, and his, his hiding, his pain, his nightmares, I, I get bored and I get frustrated and I just want him to get better because I like reading books about heroes. I like reading books about people who are different and he is different. He, he does survive when others die and it is something about his character that is impressive. It's something that Brandon writes into his stories is this theme of survival and something incredible is that the survival is something that it, it doesn't mean that we're whole. These characters aren't whole just because they're survived. In fact, they're, they're badly damaged. Kaladin is damaged and it, it does take a lot of my energy to reread and re-listen to these chapters where 
he's making no ground and he is just barely hanging on. And I reflect on the fact that Brandon is a good enough author and a smart enough author to have thought about the fact that instead of putting us in Kaladin Stormblast's shoes, like he has done at many points, he wanted us in someone else's shoes, like his father's. He wanted us in Liren's shoes. He wanted us in Hasina's shoes. He wanted us in, in Syl's shoes so we could view Kaladin from the perspective of someone else. And he balances this really well with Kaladin's nightmares. We have this long drawn out nightmare of just descriptions of him being on, on Ashen or Braze or wherever, where the wind and the, and the lightning and the gravity is changing and he's getting sucked underground and all these horrifying, terrible nightmare things are happening to him. And in the distance, there's a light. Hoyd comes to grab him. And honestly, it's, it's a wonderful chapter and it's an exhausting chapter. And we get out of that and we're immediately, we're, we're supposed to see Kaladin through the eyes of others after having just experienced what it was like to be him. And I just want to give props to Brandon for saying, yeah, for the first three books, I was just full Kaladin support and I just wanted to be there for him and be there with him and you know, kind of enjoying the rise from slave to leader. And then in this book, it was painful to go through that with him and then to realize what I wanted for him to just get better and just win already. That's what people want from me when I'm struggling with my mental health problems. That's what most people want from people who are struggling with mental health problems or addictions of some kind. They just want them to get better. Thankfully, Kaladin has in his life people who know and want what's best for him. Dalinar, Teft, Adolin, Shallan. Well, not Shallan. <laughs> Sophrena. And one of the hardest parts about all of this is Kaladin's relationship with his father. And I'm going to read their exchange on page 474 of Rhythm of War. Nobody knows anything, Kaladin said, because they don't want to know. People like me scare them. Don't include yourself in that group, son, Liren said, adjusting his spectacles as he held up a medical chart written in glyphs. His father had read glyphs far better than Kaladin had ever known. He used them like a storm warden. Why shouldn't I? Kaladin asked, stacking blocks again. You're not... Liren lowered the chart. Insane? Kaladin asked. That's the problem, isn't it? We don't see them as our brothers, sisters, children. They make us feel helpless. We are afraid because we can't bind a broken mind the way we can bind a broken finger. So we pretend we've done the best we can by sending them away. Or we tell ourselves you're not really that hurt since we can't see the wounds. You're right, son. Thank you for challenging me. This is such a difficult exchange, but I'm glad it ends so well. I think so many parents have these tough moments with their kids where their kids are struggling with something and all the parent wants is for their child to be better because you know, as a parent, you, you want your kids to live happy, good lives, and it's hard when they don't, and it makes you feel like a failure, and it makes it difficult in the way you're just trying to understand what's happening with them. 
as you reach for that understanding, I ask you to give yourself patience to understand. Give others patience to understand. And just know that you need time to heal and grow. And other people need time to heal and grow. And you should take into account the fact that nobody is perfect, nobody changes overnight, and the only thing we can really allow ourselves is time to take the next step. Rhythm of War was a great book for the mental health world in regards of fantasy literature. And uh, as you read it or reread it, just keep in mind how much work Brandon has done to raise this voice so that it's something you can raise in your own life. Go ahead and check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and uh, look out for more of our posts, podcasts, and videos. We'll catch you next time.